0: Welcome to the Vinci Blogcast, your home for all content from the Vinci Digital Marketing Blog. This podcast was created to make our written blog content more enjoyable and accessible, no matter where or how you enjoy listening to podcasts, and specifically for the visually impaired. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 54 of the Vinci Blogcast. I'm your host and author of the content, Jerry Vinci. Today, we were talking about the best practices when inheriting an email marketing list. This can be a tricky area for some business owners, especially someone who takes over a business from someone else. There's inherently a responsibility with email marketing to make sure that everyone on your list is on there because they opted to be on that list. And you're not just sending emails to somebody without authorization to do so. Now, a lot of people do it anyways, but that doesn't mean that there are not penalties for doing it. So one of the key things to make sure is that you are sending, you have permission of your audience and you're able to send to them. Now, in the recent years, the GDPR standards uh, for consent And for privacy have really ramped up. So in terms of email marketing, you want to be more certain, more now than ever, that the people on your list belong on your list and are ready to receive what it is that you want to send them. Now, the other thing to keep in mind, too, and I'm sure we talk about this in the article, is the fact that a list that opts into your marketing is going to be much more engaged than a list that doesn't. So buying a list or inheriting a list and then changing the subject matter that you're sending that list is not going to generate the types of leads or engagement or even just interest or traffic to your website that you really want to generate. So let's get into the content. While it may seem like inheriting an email marketing list from another business colleague or coworker could be a huge advantage to your business, it's not that simple. It's essential to be sure that you have the proper permissions to market your new email. If the list is not permission based, you can run the chance of violating canned spam laws and you may receive complaints from certain recipients. Precautions must be taken to ensure your list is okay to use. Following these precautions will help steer you in the right direction. So first, sort the list by sources. I am that's imgrind.com, that's I-M-G-R-I-N-D dot suggests sorting the email list by sources. This is the first step in determining how permissible the contacts on the list really are. Take a good look at all of the email addresses on the list. If there is no evident two-way relationship or if the recipient might not recognize your email address, discard it altogether or set it aside to ask permission to use it. Typical sources used to acquire an email list would be a contact form, a purchased mailing list, their own business card, etc. Next would be sort the list by date. Look at the purchase history of all the contacts. If your business relies on repeat business or frequent purchases, it's probably safer to discard the contact information of anyone who has not made a purchase in the last 12 months. Other businesses might have a longer sales cycle that lasts several years. You also must consider who's on your list. Are they customers? Are they prospects? Are they blog subscribers? Every type of contact might have a different lifespan or engagement timeline where they've gone from a hot lead to a prospect to customer back to cold. Keep this in mind when sorting your list and analyzing the date of acquisition for each contact. It's also worth mentioning not every list might be able to give you the source or additional data telling you why they're on the list. Some may not even include the date of acquisition. In these cases, you should be careful using these addresses for any permission-based marketing. Next, give the list the quote-unquote eye test. Another feature to look for is ambiguous email addresses. All of these email addresses should be immediately discarded. It's relatively easy to discern ambiguous email addresses as they'll often begin with webmaster at or info at. These email addresses are often used to mask actual email addresses used within the company and because you cannot determine if the underlying email address gave you permission, you should discard them for safety's sake. Next, sort the list by category or segmentation. Sorting the entire list into separate categories such as prospects, subscribers and previous purchasers will help you better customize emails for each group. This is the best practice for any email marketing list And otherwise known as segmentation no matter how your list was acquired always segment your email marketing list according to similar traits product interests shared services geographic area and any other demographic or preference that would logically enable your business to deliver better targeted relevant marketing Next, confirm permission. Once your inherited email list has passed all qualifying factors mentioned above, as a last step, it's important to confirm permission from the email address owner. If the contact list is small, reaching out by phone or sending a personal email along with the confirmation link for them to opt into your list is recommended. If the list is large, send a formal email confirming permission, which also includes a confirmation/slash opt-in link for them to click to remain a part of of your list. So this is really important, even though they've already signed up for this list, they didn't do it with you. So best practice is to reach back out and get confirmation. Next, include an unsubscribe link. Since the list is inherited, it is easy to make mistakes going through the process of checking that it's accurate as possible. Thus, it's important to include an unsubscribe link in any email you send. This gives recipients a way to opt out of future email correspondence. Make sure the link is quick, to find and simple to use. It's worth mentioning too, if you're using any third-party email service such as MailChimp, AWeber, Infusionsoft HubSpot, Constant Contact, et cetera, you will be forced to include an unsubscribed link as well as a business address in the footer of every email. This ensures the recipient has a way to opt out as well as a business address to contact or file complaint against if the emails were sent outside of their permission. So this is a compliance factor. It's absolutely required that you have the unsubscribe link and your business address or PO box, something along those lines in the footer of the email. Perform regular maintenance on the contact list. There are several reasons to perform regular maintenance on any contact list. For example, it's easy for an email address to be incorrectly entered. Also, sometimes email addresses change when people leave companies. Most third-party email marketing platforms will keep tracking of emails that fail to deliver to specific addresses. You often can keep track of which email recipients open the email as well as click or engage with the email. Too many unopened or undelivered emails will really mess with your marketing metrics, so it's recommended to remove any questionable email activity from your list. After all, if they're not receiving or opening your emails, why keep them on the list at all? A large, unresponsive list is far less impressive than a lean, engaged list. Next link to your website. When sending out your initial connect email with your new list subscribers, be sure to include a link back to your website. It should be a logical assumption that your new subscribers might want to learn more about the company attempting to engage with them. Make it easy for them to learn more about your business through your website. This might also be an opportunity to get subscribers to bite on products or services you offer that the last owner did not. Adding a subscriber is always a new opportunity to convert them into a warm lead or a new customer. Next, privacy is key. When dealing with an inherited marketing list, keep all contact information private. This list wasn't purchased or sold. It was handed to your business, often in confidence. Building trust with your new list subscribers from day one will benefit your list and building trust with your new list subscribers from day one will benefit your list and business long-term. Due to the fact you're now the keeper of their private information, you can be held responsible if their information is misused, resold, or misrepresented without their knowledge or permission. And Lastly, don't make assumptions. Perhaps the largest mistake that can be made when inheriting an email list is making assumptions about which contacts have actually given permission and which have not. You can't be too careful. When in doubt, take the time to verify a particular contact does want to remain included in your contact list. Inherited email marketing lists can be a great benefit for a business. However, they come with a certain amount of responsibility and accountability. Treat these lists and recipients with care and make sure everyone on your list has agreed that they want to be there. Making the effort to verify the list is in proper order will ensure happier and more appreciative email recipients and make sure your newly established business relationships get off on the right foot. Email marketing should be one component in a larger marketing strategy. If you're looking to develop a better marketing strategy that builds quality traffic to your website and generates better leads for your business, contact us for a free marketing assessment. Thanks for listening.